Coming up on the Get Loud podcast presented by SeatGeek, Michael Jenkins, Fred Smoot. We are going to talk about the Bears. Yep. We're going to talk about the greatest celebrity sports couples of all, all time. time. Oh, that's a lot of them right there, Jinx. Fred, we're going to kind of go off on... The rails on Bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, we noted that he's located in Florida. He has mental problems. He loves the flute and he moonwalks. That's Michael Jackson's chimp. And yes, we will look ahead to the Falcons. It's coming up. How you doing, everyone? It is the Get Loud Podcast presented by SeatGeek, the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. Before I say anything, uh-huh. we'll talk about this. Yeah. You said this direct quote earlier today. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to put a diaper on a monkey? Yes. Do yes. you really know how hard it is, my friend? Mm. All right. Yes. As a former owner of one, it is very hard because they fight and they scratch and they don't want you to do it because a monkey ain't used to clothes. All right. But what you have to understand, if you own one, you have to put it on it because if you don't, he would throw finger matter at you. Yes. I can't wait to talk about this. Right, that, that, that's coming up later in the pod. That's just a little tease for yeah, you. Yeah, we got all sorts of animal stories. So let's start with, been a while since we talked. Yeah. Bears, Commanders. That's another animal. Yeah. 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 This is one of those games where you just burn the film, right? No, you don't burn the film. Okay. This is the one that you you use it to build up character. You, okay. You use it to say, you know what? Y'all know inside of this building we were supposed to win this game, mm-hmm. but we know in the NFL, every given Sunday, I, a team had to show up. You have to play. It's 32 teams in this league. Mm-hmm. All 32 teams got a chance to beat you any given Sunday. So if, if you're watching the commander right now, yeah. you feel like you robbed yourself. You yeah. don't feel like they stole the game from you. You feel like you gave it to them. Mm-hmm. And can we blame it on a short week? Because everybody going to look for stuff to blame it on. Yeah, yeah. Short week, uh, small turnaround, played that fifth quarter in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing that, that'll get brought up. What about that fifth quarter? Maybe should have just tried to win it in regulation. But forget all the excuses. Yeah. Come back, circle the wagons, figure out what we're not doing well. Because defense, if I told you three months ago, hey, the offense is going to be putting up 30 points, you would have said, hey, we're never guessed it. We're 5-0 because the defense was the anchor of that group, and that's the group right now that's trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. That's the group that need to figure out, all right, how can we get back to dominating games? All right, how can – and maybe to get back to dominating games, mm-hmm. you need to shrink everything down. Yeah. And let them play fast. I right, give them three or four plays and say, you know what, team? Y'all going to have to beat us doing what we do well. All right, yeah. I think that's the difference. It certainly felt like, and even the commander's players said this after the game, the Bears wanted it more. No, they did. They they absolutely they, they looked like it from the jump. That's why this game was not close. So how do you flip things around and say, all right, we got our butts beat. Yeah. Let's go in and play with our hair on fire. Well, first of all, there ain't nothing more dangerous than a wounded animal. I, yeah. And the Bears came in here wounded. They hadn't won a game since last year. And we knew at one week they're going to get off the snide. You just didn't want to be that team that they got off the snide yeah. with. And that's the thing about it. As the weeks go on, some teams going to get better. Some teams going to go down into the dumps. Now we're at that crossroads right now. Do you let this Chicago Bears win? I mean, loss yep. float over your head? Or do you just move forward? Because we're hitting that, that spot in the schedule where we get to determine our own fate yep. right now. So I'm telling people now, don't get too high and too happy. Don't get too low. Stay right there in the middle because that's where we're at right now. 
Commanders have lost three straight, coming off a bad loss. So when things seem to be working against you, and that was a yeah. tough loss against the Eagles two yeah. weeks ago. So how do you reset and not let that hangover affect you the next week? Well, we got short-term memories. You have to, especially yeah. at the cornerback position. It's a football player. Because we got to turn the page. Because this week we got the Falcons. Yep. And then so-and-so and so-and-so. All of them going to present different problems. All of them going to attack us different ways. We know this now on defense. In the NFL, if, if one team finds some stuff that works for them – Every team going to run mm-hmm. it after that until yep. you stop it. Well, we are in that whirlwind. Well, we haven't stopped what they're running. We got we to gotta find fixes for us to pick up and go where we want to go right now, Jinx. So one guy struggling is your guy. Yeah, it's Manuel my guy. Forbes. That's so, fine. Which is fine, part of yeah. being a rookie. But what do you say to him and say, all right, we need to start over here. Yeah. Let me talk you back into why we drafted you and why we believe yeah, in yeah, you. Yeah. First of all, I want him to calm down. And he, he, what he needs to learn is he, he's so exceptional as an athlete. Mm-hmm. He used to being in college, jumping around, people doing things. At the cornerback position, he has to learn how to protect himself yeah. like, through his play. Uh, even when they're the double moves, like he's going to see double moves for the rest of the year until he stop him. Uh, that means you need to have your body. When you're going for the pick, you need to make sure I'm only doing it while protecting myself, but I got to have his body. Meaning right. if, if, if I'm going for the pick and they double move me, he got to run through me. Yeah. See, he's trying to go around them to get the ball because he's used to doing that. No, you got to protect yourself on a double move. Another thing he got to really get into because I had I understood this when I got here as a hundred and seventy pound corner. Yeah, they're going to run the ball at the hundred and seventy five pound corner. Yeah, that was me. So what did I learn how to do? Stop toss sweep. I I learned how to stop. I had three, four techniques that I use. One that I used to literally take out running, slide, drop to my knees, slide for three yards, jump up behind the tackle and make the play. Oh, wow. I got so good that it became routine. I I had another one where I would just start a pile. You're not going to turn my corner. And if they do it, they keep running, they keep running. Soon, if it doesn't work, they'll mm-hmm. stop running at you. And that's what he's going to find out. You stop guys time after time, they'll stop doing other things and they'll have to switch it up on you. But he needs to understand they're going to attack you the same way the last team attacked you until you show them that you fixed their problem. One thing that's killed this team over the past few weeks is the explosive play. Hey, yeah. Yeah, so how, how do they stop that? Well, first of all, it's nothing wrong with giving up explosive play because they're going to happen. The thing sure. is, don't give up touchdowns. Yeah. I, force them to kick field goals after you give up a 50-yard pass. Force them to kick field goals when you give up a 70-yard run. Tackle them. Live to play another day. What I'm disappointed with, with this defense, not the big plays, red zone defense. We were so good in the red zone yeah. last year. Red zone defense is what changes the game. All right, if a team drives four successful drives back-to-back on you and only get three, they only got 12 points, Jinx. Yeah. We're two touchdowns away from beating this team, and they've dominated us. Like, that's what you have to do, bend but don't break. And that's what we have to do. And on the back end, I want to see them protect each other. Yeah. I want to see them play for each other. I want to see them be one unit. That's what we had with, with individual breakdowns. Yeah, know? yes. Me, Sean, Sean Taylor, all of us, we could look at each other and change plays. Yeah. They have to get on that level where it's nonverbal communication. That means you're on the same wavelength. You are one organism. Until they become one organism, they're going to be individual entities that's not going to get the job done. Football, fa- I was told this by Art Monk. Okay. Football families win championship. Football players get paid. It's a difference. I want to be part of a family. That's the way it goes. Yeah, because yeah. you fight for members of your family. Well, and also when you're part of a football family, it's going to be history there. Like, I, I, I envy watching B. Mitch. 
and all other guys get back together knowing that they went and got a ring together. Yeah. Knowing that they had a voice, that they started something and they finished it. Yeah. Like, together. You could never rip that from them. So every time we around, when alumni come back, I don't even chill with the 2000s. I go chill with the 70s, the 80s, <laughs> yeah. and the 90s because they are winners. I want to be around them. They mm-hmm. always smiling while we always here with this cloud over our head because we ain't won nothing. And we have no excuse because I, we had the same head coach they did in Coach Gibbs, a.k.a. Yeah. the Joseph. That's why Doc's always walking around with a cigar. Yeah. He's still celebrating a Super Bowl. But listen, because that's the <laughs> pinnacle. If if you want to get, if you want to be a part of that one percent, they get to play in the NFL. Yep. Well, if you want to be part of the one percent, they get yep. to see the top of it, the grace. You at one point you're gonna have to have a football family. Yeah. And that's what Doc Walker got. That's what they got. They got a unity. They are bound together through history forever. You go out in the hallway out there, their pictures are up. Yeah. Not ours. Yeah. Not, not the guy that, you know what, they did okay. Yeah. These are the upper excellent guys. That's what you like. We're going to get you ready for the Falcons coming up later on here on the pod. Wanted to go around the NFL a little bit. At the yeah. very least, yeah. Cowboys took a huge L. My God. Did they stink. Mm. Hey, listen to me. And then it's, it's happening on national TV because that's all they play is national TV yeah. games. But the they they talked. Where's the the balance of power in the NFC East? And the 49ers just outclassed them in every way possible. And then I looked at the rosters, and I said, you know what? The 49ers got got could have the best roster in football. They look like the best team in the and, NFL. And, and here go the thing about it also. And then I looked at it, and we are built. Exactly in their image. Mm-hmm. I right, think about it. Bosa in that D line, Hargrove, all those guys. They're built from the inside out. We got Chase, we got John Allen, we got Payne, we got Sweat. We are built the same way. They have a uh, Misty Relevant at quarterback, last pick of the draft. We have a fifth rounder. All right, and Sam Howe. All right, they are built to run the ball. B-Rob, we are built to run the mm-hmm. ball. They have Brandon IU. We got Terry McLaurin. All right, they got Debo Samuels. We uh, we 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 got got we are built yes in their image. We got to put it together like they have. Now the only thing they got on us is something we used to have, and that's a Trent Williams, which don't grow on trees. Trent's different, man. Yeah, he's Trent's different. different. He's so, different. So think about this: they have a top five player in like ten positions. Fred Warner could be the best linebacker in football yep. with Greenlaw. Sitting right beside him could be the number three linebacker. Yeah. Right, they have Trent, the number one uh, lineman in football. They have Chris McCaffrey, the number one running back. They have Tafonga, the number one safety. They have Bosa, the highest paid. Even yes. They have guys everywhere. But what we seen from the Cowboys is what I always see from the Cowboys. They shrink when that moonlight come on. Mm-hmm. They, it, they just can't put it together. And I'm going to tell people, here go the truth. Look at their roster compared to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. All the guys that the 49ers pay in the top five, yep. they produce top five. Right. I, Lawrence played like a top five defensive lineman. Do he produce like a top five defensive lineman? Tyron Smith top, yep. paid like a top five offensive lineman. He ain't ever available. Right? Uh, Dak, top five paid like a Interception top, problem again. He paid like a top five quarterback, doesn't produce like a top five quarterback. Trayvon did. Paid as the highest paid corner. He ain't available yep. at this moment. Their guys are not, how should I say, not putting the stats together, not putting it on film yeah. like the 49ers. So everything I can say about this is coaching. 
Mm-hmm. If, if you got the Jimmy and the Joes, now it become about the X's and the O's. Yeah. I, and I think Shanahan is drawing the X's and the O's better than the things that's going on with the Cowboys. I could not agree with you more. All right. One game yesterday yeah. that we need to talk about is Vikings and Chiefs because of who did not attend the game. Before we do that, <laughs> let's pay some bills real quick. For who didn't. For who did bills. not show up, thankfully, yeah. over it. Yeah. Let's talk about Honda. Yeah. You got to stay do. with us. Oh, come on yeah. now. You got to feel the power of the CRV hybrid and a Ford hybrid. Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. Experience the thrilling performance and fun to drive Honda Civic. You don't want the regular Honda Civic. Don't worry about it. You get a turbocharged engine if you want it. Power, performance, ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today, friend. And that's how professionals do it. That's how we do uh, it. That's th- who you are, Jinx. I appreciate you, yeah, Fred. Man, great guy, great guy. Don't believe what they say about you. I, I'm not. I'm not going to read the comments. <laughs> Please don't. Because it, it doesn't matter. That's why it's good to be a cornerback. Yes. Because you asked me about Forbes. He is built in a mental mm-hmm. way that he understands they love us and they hate us. Mm-hmm. I can go four quarters with Randy Moss and shit him down. He beat me on the last play of the game. I am the worst cornerback ever to play the game. I, it's a love-hate relationship mm-hmm. that nobody else in sports deal with, like a defensive back. I, it's one of those things where you walk out, the, you walk in the stadium, they all 90,000 love you. Yeah. You walk out of there, nobody but your mom and your girlfriend. Like, <laughs> I, It's one of those things where people looking at you say, you cost me uh, $500 because I Win the bed. How about the other guys? Left ten guys right. that was on the field with me. All right, what about the coach? Like, it's one of the things. If you cannot take the heat, this ain't the kitchen you want to perform in. You're making me more confident. Just sitting next yeah, to you. No, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, it's just one of the things you can't ever. And I'm very good at that. Yeah, verbal. You can't verbal spy with me and think you're gonna hurt me. Right. You can't. Hey, 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 hey. If I had feelings, you could hurt them. I ain't got none. <laughs> I ain't got none. You don't make them. Available. No feelings. You, you don't. You don't make them available. Then nobody could push your buttons. Love that. One more, one more ad here. Yeah. Then we're gonna get to this next topic. Recycle track systems absolutely transforming the way commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. They combine the power of AI mm. with premium customer service. They optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. Yep. I, I love, love green. I know you love that. Mm. Visit RTS.com to learn more about how they can help manage your business waste more responsibly. Yeah, that's all it's about. Let's take care of the earth. We need an earth to leave an earth for our children. No question. Right? That's what it's about. Well, I'm one of those guys. Like that's, that's why I was disappointed a couple months ago when nobody talked about a meteorite hitting the moon. Oh, I missed that. Did you not see that? No. A meteorite just exploded into the moon. I'm talking about look like 10 atomic bombs. Like it, listen, put it like this. Okay. We know we have protections in order to protect the earth. Correct. So if a meteorite is coming, we're going to try to blow it up. All right? <laughs> what we going to do? We're going to try to blow it up. We might send some drillers from Texas to try to blow it up. Matthew McConaughey. All right? <laughs> check this out. We got to send Matthew McConaughey to space. Okay. Right, check okay. this out. Okay. Next, why wouldn't we, with that same protection for okay. earth, protect the moon? Because without the moon... You're talking about no tides. You're talking about gravity being affected. Yeah. We got to protect the moon just like we got to protect the earth. That's the first time I've ever heard someone say protect the moon. But you're yeah, right. Because the moon get no love. Like the sun gets everything. <laughs> right. But the moon gets nothing. And it, it got a big part of why we are here on this earth. The moon needs some love. We need to protect it. Right? it wanna, do you want to preview the Falcons or talk about bubbles first? <sighs> Let's talk about bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> 
I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so here's the thing. You know Michael Jackson. Remember Bubbles, his chimp, his hey, baby chimp? I, you know, Bubbles Jackson. Bubbles Jackson was the first emotional animal. He, <laughs> he, he started the genre. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because I, I'd, I'd be walking in the grocery store and somebody would be like, yeah, I this parrot on my shoulder because I need him for emotional well-being. I'm like, my God. Well, that used to be Bubbles. Yes. I, Bubbles started it. Mr. Bubbles Jackson. And me Bubbles and you, Jackson. Yeah, that's his name. I, then, guess what we did? We Googled to see where he was today. And wouldn't you believe. He's alive. He, it, listen, not only is he alive, he got a great beard. He looked like he fought a, like. A whole family of he's kids. He's huge. Yes, he listen. Like he been on the couch watching the, uh Marvel like at least the last 15 years. Bubbles was born in 1983. Now, I don't keep up with the, the life expectancy of chimps, but it's 2023 and Bubbles is still kicking it. I wish he could tell us stories. Eddie Murphy tells a story. All right. He went to visit Neverland. Yeah. And he walks in. And all of a sudden, he looks, and Bubbles is huge in a cage. And Michael Jackson says, stay away from Bubbles. He's huge and mean now. <laughs> that's Bubbles. Stay away. <laughs> what the, that's, that's a hell of an impression, by the way. <laughs> by the way, Bubbles, could you go get us stay some away coffee from while I'm sitting here with Eddie? Like, like, listen to me. I could only wonder the stories that this man got. But I also, listen, Bubbles, to me. <laughs> Bubbles, Okay. What other, we have nobody to compare him to. It's a chimp. But I'm just saying, if I had star power, could he be the most popular animal on earth? Yes. Could we, you think of another one? He was born in 1983 and we are looking him up today. In, in 2023. Why should we even know the year he was born? I got cousins I don't know the year they was born. Like, listen to me, we're talking about a chimp that's been to the Grammys. <laughs> We're talking about a chimp that been to Singapore. Yes. We're talking about a chimp. Passport got more stamps than ours. We're talking about a chimp that probably no sign language. That's probably only ate breakfast. What's that, Bubbles? <laughs> Bubbles is hungry. Do you need any more pancakes, Bubbles? <laughs> like, listen. He just signed it. He's lived such a life. Like, all right. <laughs> I know people think we're joking. I am dead serious. What were you saying earlier about how the other chimps probably, like, don't like Bubbles? Because he's not one of them. Because you said he's at a, 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 a zoo now? Some sort of, like, conservatory or something like I that. Imagine walking in as you Bubba Jackson and you a regular chimp yeah. back there. Like, we're Come not on, dealing man. with this dude. Sell out. Like, this dude don't know what it feels like to climb a tree and get a banana. This dude don't know how it is to survive. I've been picking fleas off Willie back for the last 10 years, and here come Bubbles in here with a pair of uh, polo shorts? I mean, what are you talking about? They hate Bubbles. They're you like, know how it goes. They're like, you know his real name isn't Bubbles, you right? Know, it's you know, Frank. It, yeah, it's you know Frank. his real name Augustus. Yeah, listen. <laughs> He's, That's he's just a, a nickname. He's a sellout. You know how it be. I have went home after you, like, after you get a certain standard. I go home, then my people be like, yeah, man, you just... You don't even sound the same. You're a sellout. So I know Bubba had to go through this when they put him back in population. See, the thing is, did they put him back in gym pop is is the first thing I want to know. They got to put Bubbles in solitary, man. Protect him. Because you know they after him, right? (laughs) That's the thing about it. Imagine being a chimp. He comes in the room, and your girl there, she know who Bubbles is. He's the only one been on TV. Besides, I used to watch uh, Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah. Not Dukes of Hazzard. Cannonball Run. Oh yeah! Do you remember the the that was a orangutan? 
Okay. Yes. It's a yeah. difference. It was a orangutan, and that he wasn't popular like Bubbles. No, no, no. Yeah, that's the thing about. They it. need to do a documentary and let Bubbles talk about what he's seen. Yeah, he be smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Life been kind of hard. He on be like, yeah. yeah. Mike was cool at first. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, mean, I got tired of hanging around his neck all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I went on that thriller too, and <laughs> things got kind of crazy yeah. out there. You know what I'm saying? But I too owned a monkey. This is true. This is very true. Okay. All right. It happened because I had a friend named Laurent Landry. This goes back to Laurent again? Yes, again. Did he lift weights with that chip? He lived, yeah, his monkey was totally thicker than mine. I bet My that's monkey right. was, looked like me when we walk in. Like he hadn't lived in years. And his monkey just sitting over there looking at mine. <laughs> See, he gonna think about it. He called me and said, I know an exotic animal, a seller in Louisiana. Okay. He was like, I'm gonna get a monkey. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. What kind of monkey? He was like, uh, Jack Sparrow. Put on your shoulder type monkey. Yeah. Don't get too big. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I have no number dogs in my life. Why not try something different? We buy the monkeys, get them shipped up. I named mine Mr. Lewis, Mr. Lewis Vuitton. Yeah, that was his name. Lewis Vuitton. Mr. Lewis. Okay, not, Mr. Not, not just Lewis. He had a surname. Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis. Mr. Mr. Vuitton. Right. Now, Laron named his the Gucci man. Huh? That, that, that was his, that, that was okay. his name. So we got Lewis and we got Gucci. We used to let them play. We used to have play dates and stuff. Wait, wait. Let me get this straight. You and Laron Landry used to have play dates with the two chimps that you bought. Don't people do it with dogs? I mean, I guess so. This wait, is a crazy wait, story. It ain't like I knew uh, my neighbor didn't have a monkey that Lewis could play with. I had to call the only other person with a monkey that I knew. Like, hey, that right. monkey look kind of bored. Like, you want to get them together, let them play a little PlayStation or something? Like, listen, I just want them to have fun and have a life. So I, we used to get them and we put out these cages in our house. Okay. So you get a wall, you go like... Six feet away from the wall, and you put just a cage in it. You put the sticks and stuff in yeah. there. So I just put mine in there naturally. But then I noticed droppings, finger matter. It's dropping, hitting the floor. So I'm, I called him, what are we going to do about it? Yeah, this? yeah. He was like, man, you got to put a diaper on him. Now, imagine oh God, a 23-year-old uh, Fred Smoot walking in to PetSmart looking for monkey diapers. All right? This, this is different. Sir, uh, you're looking for monkey diapers? Yeah, I am. Those would be special ordered. Thank you. So, I going around all these places, nobody got diapers. So, for the first two days. <laughs> I like that you went to PetSmart. I did. So, the first two days, I used Huggies. <laughs> I used regular. You had to, yeah. I, and I would cut like a hole in the back of for the tail. Because Listen, this, this is This is crazy to me. <laughs> listen, I had to because if you don't. Okay. It grabs it and it throwing at you. Uh, yeah. So imagine me opening my door and here come Mr. Lewis just, just. I like did you eat corn? Like I don't know what happened. What like what's going on? There? I should not have to defend myself from a monkey in my house. So when I finally got him, I used to I got the uh, pampers and stuff. I put him on, but he would just not. He would Mr. Lewis was not letting me put the pampers on him the right. So I, he always had one with a tear in it on the side with his toe. Let, let, I, let I, me ask you a question. Yeah. When you were cutting a hole in the pamper. In, in a a pampers diaper yeah. for a monkey tail, yeah. did you think maybe I made a mistake here? Yes. I, <laughs> I thought I had made a mistake because I love bananas myself. But now I ain't got nothing in the house. It's true. Cause he and then see I let him run around a little bit. Switch like he used the bathroom. I let him yeah. out the cage, let him run. He's going to go straight to the kitchen table, straight to the fruit bowl, straight to the bananas, genetically connected to them. They want them. All right? yeah. So I kept him for about four weeks, five weeks, before I had to ship him back. I found out then I'm not Michael Jackson. 
I no. cannot raise this thing alone. No. This is this is this this needs two parents. I, this should be a two parent home. And I couldn't give it to him at that time. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I sent him back while LaRun kept his for like a year and a half, year or two. His actually got pretty big. So okay. I could get bigger than you think. And that's smarter than you think. I found myself late night watching film mm-hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys talking to a monkey. Huh? I'm literally watching film. Did you see that? Did you just see what that dude did? He over that thumbs up. And listen, it was downhill for me. That was a dark time in my life. Oh, man. I'm sorry you went through that. Dark time in my life. Let's pay the bills one more time. Yeah. They were previewing the Falcons. <laughs> if you have a pet monkey, you could travel around with that monkey in a Honda. Do it. Oh, feel <laughs> the power of the CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport. You could transport multiple monkeys in that thing. It's huge. Yeah. Honda's most rugged SUV ever or experience the thrilling performance of the fun-to-drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. You get power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And yep. we have some breaking news for you. Remember that back in the day? I liked it. Oh, yeah. SeatGeek, now the official ticketing partner of your Washington Commanders. The deal is finalized. They are the newest member of the Commanders family. You're talking mm-hmm. about family, how important it is. It's everything. It's Deron Payne. It's John Allen. Mm-hmm. Manuel Forbes. I love Seat Manny. Geek. Yep. Family. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it. Whether you're buying or selling tickets to Commanders games or any other live event in the DMV, Seat Geek is the place to do it. The new official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders so Commanders fans can fan. I, I, I wish what, what would have happened if I would have called Michael and be like, hey, I got Mr. Lewis over here. He wants to talk to Bubble. We need to have like a Bubbles Jackson. You think they would have, have signed each other? You got together with him? Well, I think I think if you're Michael Jackson, I'm thinking he probably did teach his, I mean, get get his monkey taught sign language, don't you think? If anybody going to have like Michael a, was a weird cat. <laughs> we know. No. Duh. He right. was a weird cat. Yeah, so if I'm, there's anybody that did it, like if, so, if you said what famous pop singer taught his chimp sign language, it would be like probably Michael Jackson. Probably Michael Jackson. I just love it if, if, if Bubbles Jackson walked in here like, yeah, sign language, give me a cigarette. Like, what, what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> Listen, I just have so many questions about Bubbles Jackson. Like, when you brought it up this morning, I was like, dude, I could go down this rabbit hole for like forever. Like, and I'm just shocked that he's still living. And he got a great beard. Like mm-hmm. he knows that beard's in. Yeah. Like he's rocking a great I, I, I'm I'm taking back. You know who does not need any love? She gets plenty of love. Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> I'm so over it. I'm so over it. She's taking over the NFL. Oh my God. So she was not, not in Minneapolis this weekend. Yes. She's got the win over the Vikings. She and Travis Kelsey still a thing. But we're not gonna go into that. That's yeah. been talked about plenty. Yeah. But we did want to talk about best celebrity sports couples. Of all time. Of all time. All right. Right now. Okay. Even though Travis and Taylor. TT is what I call them. You call her TT? Yeah, I call, I call Travis and, and, and Oh, together. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. okay. Uh, she is so damn big that I just. Oh, I thought you meant physically. I was like, no, no, no. no, no, no. She's oh, yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. like, yeah. a star. Oh, she's, yeah, she's massive. Her star power is massive. So then I started to think about couples. I was like, maybe I'm caught into the now mm-hmm. that I, I, I can't appreciate what these couples used to be. Mm-hmm. They could be the biggest sports couple of all time. They only been together two weeks, three weeks from what we know yeah. publicly. I still don't buy all it. Right. I but, still don't buy it. But now, if you had to put some couples up to the MJ okay. of all time, 
what couples would it be? Well, obviously, Russ and Sierra right there. But the, the, but the of all time, Gabrielle Union, D-Wade. Gabrielle Union, D-Wade, most definitely a power couple. Because we're talking about people that become independently popular themselves. Yes, yes. Then combine forces like Voltron. Right? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so D-Wade, Gabrielle Union, they're not big like Swift and Travis. They're not on that level. Mm. Like, I had to take it back to, like, flow model TVs and, like, oh. black and white TV. Marilyn Monroe. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Huge. Ma- like, I, Marilyn Monroe, Taylor Swift. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> Come on. Because there's something different about a movie star. That, but Taylor Swift is a, a star of stars. Marilyn Monroe was messing around with the president. I understand it. Yes. Yes, but what I'm saying is Taylor Swift is, okay. come on now. But think about it. To this day, making movies about Maryland, when you think about the greatest Hollywood stars of all time, Maryland is still near the top. But Taylor's one of the biggest stars of all time. She is, but also it's because we're living in the now. And also, think about this. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe with the biggest baseball player on the planet. And, and by the way, back in the day, yeah. baseball was the number one sport in America. Yeah. It wasn't close. Yeah, yeah. And, and she had no internet. She did this pre Yes, where she was the most popular woman. I did. So we did the two ladies against each other. Right. Lou Gehrig versus Travis Kelsey. Oh, it's Lou Gehrig. All right. So is it easy to say Lou Gehrig, Marilyn Monroe? Bigger, because I, I get an edge to okay, Lou Gehrig. Here's what I'll say. If this is this is this is going to be the tiebreaker. Yeah. If Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift last, I'll give them the edge. Till the day like he died, Lou yeah. Gehrig would go to Marilyn Monroe's grave yes. and put flowers on her grave. Like yeah. he loved her forever. Right. That was a real, real relationship. That was a real relationship. When, when, when no funny business about it. Right. But when I put male against male, female against female, we can go a wash with, yep. ta- with, ta- with Marilyn Monroe yep. and Swift. But Lou Gehrig just bigger than, than Travis. He I is. know that's it. And he this, is. this is an internet world that we in. He he just totally bigger, but J Lo. Alex Rodriguez. Yo, that's huge. Now, Alex's star power has waned mm-hmm. over the years uh, because of all, you know, all the BS. But J-Lo is internationally known to rock the microphone. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that A-Rod, the, the, the prince that was promised, that's who yeah. he is. Yeah. So if I had to stack him, Travis Kelsey. Okay. Alex Rodriguez. Okay. Who is the who is the biggest star? Oh, man. Here's the thing. We're, th- <laughs> we're talking about world. Like world. world. Baseball is a world man, sport. That's the thing is that it's still A-Rod because baseball is a world sport. And look, Travis Kelsey is a monster, right? This, yeah. whole, this whole, oh, Taylor made Travis no, no. popular. That, that never happened. Right? We all know Travis Kelsey. looking guy. Yeah, been a yeah. stud for a long time. We yeah. all know that. But baseball is a world sport. A-Rod, the world over, is definitely more well-known. All right, J-Lo, Taylor. I mean, it's Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah. It's she, Taylor. She got it. It's hey. Taylor. It's Taylor. But, but but I think they can equally, um, they can do some. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, it's one of them groups. Well, what about the Beckhams? Beckham's are uh, what oh. about the Beckham's now? That's monster. Spice Girl. Oh. David Beckham. Did you see that thing on Netflix, that clip? I, I did, but I you know what? It ain't but like five men in this world. If I'm dating a girl, I never want them in the same room with them. David Beckham, one of them. I don't I don't I don't even want to eat dinner 
in the same place as him. If I mean the steak, I'm gonna get up there. Come on, girl, let's go. What's wrong? David in the house. All right, listen to me. All right, I don't want him around. The Rock, don't you ever come around where I'm at. Me and my girl. I, and, and get what? I got all the swagger in the world. But sometimes you know, Jinx. Something. Think about this. Okay. Me and you out at a bar. All right. Having a drink. Just catching up. Okay. Your girl called you on the phone and said, you know what? The Rock just walked in the restaurant. Oh, get out. Girl in. Get out. Get, listen, Jordan Peele. Get out. <laughs> hey, listen to me. Girl, you got three minutes to get out of there. Get your food. Get your girlfriends. Get out of there. That, it's just a few men. And I think Travis is starting to enter that zone of, uh, you know, don't don't hey. don't leave your girl around Travis, hey. man. A few years ago, this is true, when Beckham played for the Galaxy, oh. came to D.C. to play D.C. United, yeah. and so there was an official David Beckham I after party. Your, I love your story. Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> so I was with a friend of mine, and we went to this official after party, and she leans over, she goes, do you want to go to the real after party? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, yeah. She goes, yeah. let's go. Yeah. So Beckham showed up. Made an appearance, and then we go to some really small upstairs bar in DuPont Circle, and there's only like eight or nine people there. There's a small little roped-off area, yeah. huge spread. There's Nobody's there. Beckham walks in with like two or three dudes. Yeah. I walked by. I didn't say anything. I'm like, I'm going to leave this guy alone. Did you measure First of yourself? All, did you measure yourself? I was like, that is a handsome-looking mm-hmm. guy right hey, there. Sometimes you got to call spade a spade. Now, sometimes yeah. you got to just, just I just kind of nod. I was like. You know, yeah. he's kind of nodding. I was like, let the man do his thing. God he goes just... into this rope. Didn't stay, stayed about 30 minutes. Yeah. But the crazy thing was, he has a couple drinks, visits with his boys. He leaves, and there's this whole spread. So we just slipped right in. And, and ate it we, we ate and drank the rest of the night for free. Did it still smell like David Beckham? I was like, I've was never smelled this good in my life. Over there? Ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I totally get it. What about Tony Romo and Jessica Jessica Simpson back in the day, yeah. they were pretty big. But see, th- the reason why they faded is that weren't they just kind of like a flash in the pan? No, they was actually chilling. You remember they went on their vacation? You remember they went during the year, went oh. on their vacation, it became so big yeah. that it blew everything out the water. So I think they just, and Tony kind of a playboy. But that's what happened when you're the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, come on. All right, it's the Dallas Cowboys quarterback in the picture for the New York Yankees. Like, they are some of the most popular people in the world. But, like, as we go down this rabbit hole trying to find sports couples, I would have thought it had been a billion sports couples that Mm. could at least compete with the two that we're talking about. I think those two are the ones to go with right there. Justin Verlander, Kate Upton. That's another good one. Tom Giselle. That's got to be mentioned, right? Well, Giselle is worldly known. Absolutely. Worldly known, and Tom is the GOAT. Cause so if I had to go Travis Kelsey, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Tom wins. Yes, Giselle Taylor. I mean that's a tough one. So that's why I think I don't know. Probably I, Taylor. I mean she's she's just massive right now. I understand. I understand. All right. But see, you can't let let the now. Don't get trapped. You can't in the let. Now. Yeah, you can't get trapped in the now. That's exactly right. Like so, I'm just saying, like world couples right now. If Tom and Giselle, did you just say hypothetically they was back together? Okay. Walk in a building mm-hmm. on the north side. Yeah. Taylor, Travis, walk in the south side. I'm going to see Tom and Giselle, man. <laughs> That's where you're going? Yes. Why? Because Tom is the GOAT. Yeah. Tom is the GOAT, and also Giselle is Giselle. I think it, here's the thing. This is but don't my, Giselle look like she got an attitude? <laughs> like, don't she look like, Maybe. Don't she look like she'll walk in and be like, 
where's the great Poupon? I would never use this regular <laughs> mustard. Like, she, like, no, she like Swift look like she just kind of down the earth girl next door. Yeah, where Giselle walks in and she got this this queen effect. Well, she does carry herself in that way. She's a model. Yeah, she can't like listen. I saw her. We we had did something for Super Bowl. Okay, it happened to be one of the Super Bowl that Tom won in. You know, okay. and she walked in, and she wasn't walking. She was gliding. I thought some. I thought she had wheels on her feet. Well, like she, she knows how to carry herself. It was so just. How should I say it? Is it had this allure to it? Mm-hmm. It, it, it was crazy. Okay. <laughs> we got to pay some bills here. <laughs> I'm going to let you read. And, and we are going to talk about Falcons and then one other animal story we got to get to. I, I know. We got a lot of stories. I know. See, I know. That's the problem. Our podcast too short. Yes. That's the problem. We need to have the podcast after dark edition where we really get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> get Loud Podcast is brought to you by Bet365, the official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Bet on a range of NFL markets with Bet365 app. Craft your own personalized bet slip and parlays. Access thousands of games with live screaming. Place your bet before the match or during the game. It's up to you. Download Bet365 app today. Join 80 million members worldwide. Age 21 plus only. Must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. MWAA. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life doesn't escape us. We dream of a place anywhere in the world, and in the blink of an eye, we're there. That's a wonder of a flight. All you have to do is decide where to. Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventure today at flydullis.com slash nonstop. Man, knock those out. Well, you know, English class at Mississippi State, you know, I was there. <laughs> Commanders fans are going to age like bubbles. Yeah. We don't get a dub. We, we a need dub. a dub. Yeah, All right, we, we need a dub. Yeah. So what primarily do you want to see this weekend in Atlanta? I just want to tell this to the to the players, All right. to the coaches. This game not only means a lot for the fan base, it means a lot for me. My ex-wife is an Atlanta Falcons fan. Oh, I get it. The day we got a divorce, she told me I was never a Washington fan. She threw that out? I've always been a Falcon. Ever it's since right. then, it's just it's not been, right. It's been one of these things where we've been, it's just been a war. It yeah. was a lie the whole time. Yeah, it was a lie. And now I take pride because for some reason, we play the Falcons every year. Mm-hmm. Every year. And that's my time to one-up us. So I get to text her with all these laughing and jokes emojis. Not going good down there, I see. Uh, <laughs> I, I get to say all kinds of stuff. Falcons being the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? I need this one. I can feel it building I, inside of you. I need this one. I, I don't want to receive a text at 415 because she don't let her. She, go, she, got, she got like year, she got season's tickets. She's totally into it. Oh, she's in. Takes my daughter. All the time. But my daughter fights back because she wears Washington stuff. There we go. Thank you, Piper. I love you. <laughs> I love you. But this is personal. Not only do we need it to turn the season around, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need it as a measuring stick to where are we. Yes. The Falcons are a good team. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> we're better. Let's go down. Let's beat them. Let's push it to the side. I want to see them emotionally invested to the game. Yeah. Like, I, I understand you had low energy coming off a Thursday night game. Thursday nights are hard, man. Yeah. I, I try to tell people all the time, it ain't the fact that we're slow. Our body ain't healed. Yeah. Like, it's hard to play hurting when you're already hurting. 
Like yeah. it's one of them things. Where and that you, game against Philly was physical. And, and it was physical. Yeah. Like it, they are part of the 1% that get to play this game. So at the end of the day, no excuses this week. Circle the wagons. Let's get back to what makes it happen. So how much does it help that, all right, you had a short week, but now you get a break to kind of get right. You got that long weekend. Yes. That's the the perk of Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Not only do you get a three-day weekend, you get to sit down on a Saturday and just watch college football. You get to watch your peers on Sunday. That's the most Mm -hmm. important thing. Ain't nothing like being in the league and watching your peers. That would make Monday night so good. Monday night, you know you're the only show in town. All the rest of us watching you. Yeah. You become stars that way. When we watch each other, we study each other. Oh, that's what they running. I'm watching the TV version. That's what they do. That's what they comfortable of. Because now you get to see it from a whole nother. It's different when you inside the beast and outside the beast watching it. So hopefully they refreshed. Yeah. And they ready to go. Like, all I want to see is don't make the same mistakes you made last week. Yeah. That's all I ask for anything. Because I know personally how hard football is. So I hate those Sunday couch coaches that sit there on their couch and say, ah, oh, you should have did that. Right. You don't know we should have did it until we failed. I, that's the way it go. It's, it's, it's one of them things, trial and, and error. So when you look at this this Falcons team, yeah. they, they seem – Pretty one-dimensional. They have plenty of weapons, but Desmond Ritter isn't great at throwing the ball. So not it, yet. Not yet. You think he will be? I think he will be. I think he can throw the ball. I just think the coaching staff is trying to protect him from himself. Okay. Uh, I think B. John Robinson could. I mean, B. John's no joke. He's God's gift to running backs right now. Uh, uh, Algera, they still got him in the backfield, rushed for 1,000 years. Cal Pitts is the one I'm shocked about. When he came out, I thought he was going to change oh, yeah. the tight end position. I did too. He's not putting up a lot of numbers down there, and I'm wondering why, especially with a quarterback that's young. Usually your tight end is your safety valve. Right? But I'm not seeing them with any kind of connection in Drake London. Don't forget they got a 6'5 wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. There. They have weapons. Yes. We can't let those weapons get warm against us. Right. That's the thing about it. People have kept them stagnant, forcing them to run the ball. You know they're going to try to ground it out. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to pound it. They're going to try to sloppy the game up, murder the game up, and they're trying to shorten it. Yep. Right? You can't let them do it. you got to keep them in third and longs. Keep them in third and longs and force Ritter to beat you. That's what we have to do. Finally, yep. when you've had a rough run like this and your confidence is low, and I mentioned this yep. early in the show talking about Emmanuel Forbes. My but confidence they're, they're, is never low, James. I know yours isn't. Yeah. But there are some players on this team, especially in the secondary, might be struggling a little bit right now. Yeah. Is that just a mentality? Because here's the thing. It's one of those things, difference between theory and in practice, which is in theory, like, all right, I'll just just, just be more confident. But actually being more confident and playing more confident and trusting yourself is different. It's two different things. Yes. Well, when we have bad performances, we can't wait to get back out there. Yeah, Like, it's only one way to get that taste out your mouth, in the fan's mouth, is to go out here and ball and mm-hmm. say, this is why y'all drafted me. Right. Like, this is what I'm capable of. Uh, uh, maybe my coach asking me to do too much. Like, that's the thing you got to do is figure out, it ain't all you. You ain't never as good as you think you are. You mm-hmm. never as bad as you think you are. Find out what. Some Most of the time, it's technique. Yeah. That's what you had to fall back on when things ain't going good. That's what you got to fall back on when you're getting beat. For a, for a go route, a comeback. Uh, I got to fall back on my technique, and I got to get back to the P's and Q's. I got to get back to what made me and brought me here. Yeah. I, and then nothing makes you hungry, especially as a DB, because it ain't nothing like walking in the grocery store. I, I don't even play no more. I was in the grocery store the other day. Somebody hollering down the bread out, smooth, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, what you mean what happened? I watched the same game. You right. Did. What we going to do? I don't know. Like, 
So I can imagine when I was playing, it was the same way. Shmoo, what happened out there? Well, Plexico beat me for a touchdown. <laughs> like, 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 what you want me to say? Right. Uh, it's one of them things where I, I got to get back out here and make a play. So then it's, Shmoo, I seen that big play. Like, so it's one of them things where they turn the page very quickly. It's a fickle relationship DBs have with the fan yeah. base. Let's get a dub this weekend in Atlanta. That's Fred Smoot. I'm Michael Jenkins. I'm just a guy. This man is a former parent of a young monkey. And we're looking for Bubba Jackson. We're looking for interviewing. Plenty of Commanders content for you all week long and plenty of pods for you as well. Check out the Command Center podcast twice a week. Get all the X's and O's you need to get ready for each and every game. Next man up with Brian Colbert. He sits down with the players to get to know the man under the helmet. And then the Players Club with a couple of legends, London and Santana. They talk to fellow players as only NFL players who are in the game can understand. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.